welcome to You Get a Rose. I'm Hannah W. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the three-hour epic season premiere of Peter the Pilot, including the raucous return of Hannah Beast. And with me today is the beautiful Susanna Eckberg. Susanna has been a fan of The Bachelor since Ryan wrote his first poem for Trista and identifies as a Jillian, but with a little Hannah Beast. She's been an improviser and an actor in the Twin Cities since 2011, and currently you can catch her performing regularly at Huge Theater on Friday nights in a show called Rom-Com, the improvised romantic comedy. Welcome to the show, Susanna. Thank you for having me. You look so cute. Thanks. I always feel like you are a person who could have been a contestant on The Bachelor. Oh, stop. But now you're too old. I'm, I think I'm also too tall. No. <laughs> because I'm kind of too tall for everybody. Right. How tall are you? I'm 5'11". You know, I feel like Pete, Pete's like 5'9". Doesn't he look kind of small on TV? You're right. I, there's not a lot of tall women on this season. I would say probably Madison is the tallest, don't you think? Because she's a basketball player. Yeah, that's true. Now I'm curious how tall Peter Weber is. I'm going to find that out halfway through this episode. Actually, if we're going to take it. bets, I'm going to say he's 6'1". Okay. Take back what I said. Uh, I'm going to say he is 5'11". Let's see. Da -da -da -da. Oh, 6'1". Oh, my gosh. You're right. So you would have been a perfect match for Peter. I don't know. Maybe it would have worked yeah. out. He's only 28, though. He's too much of a baby for me. Yeah, he's too young. He hasn't even gone through a Saturn return. Not interested. <sighs> Not interested. Uh, we have so much to do this no, episode. We have a lot to talk about exactly. So let's just get cranking right away with uh, the episode opens, and we have our little introduction to Peter, a reminder of his heartbreak in the Hannah B season, and then this great shot of him as like a pilot walking through. Oh my gosh. The airport, which was so daunting to me because I, I was just picturing he. They dressed him up in this nondescript. Pilot's uniform. I thought the same thing. Yeah, which I Googled the Delta uniform, not the no, same. No, I was just, I just had a bunch of flights from Texas and back. Yeah. <laughs> and all of the pilots, they have like very specific looking uniforms. Yes. With like patches and stripes and, and I think they have like credentials hanging around their necks. I think so. And I do think that they have certain uh, like patches that are associated with their level of pilot yeah. or the level of seniority. This one looked like they ordered it from costumes. Yeah, no, it was a Halloween costume. It was a Halloween costume and it was just like sexy pilot man. And they yes. put it on him and he just walked around with a suitcase, which I'm guessing was, was empty, empty and took selfies with people in LAX. Yeah. Not, the best part is they're not even near a runway at all. They're no. in the entry. Yeah. Where you don't have to go through TSA yet. Right. They're by ticketing. Yeah. It was Shocking. And he was, he looked so uncomfortable doing it. And I'm sure I would be so massively uncomfortable if they were like, all right, go to your job, but your job doesn't want to be associated with this. So we're going to go there, but kind of, we're just going to stand in the lobby. I, do we even know if he's an airline pilot? Because there's lots of different kinds of pilots. And I would say like, from, I'm, I might be wrong. We don't have a fact checker, do we? I have facts for you. Okay. But I have hot gossip for you about this actually. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Is he, I really, I really think he might be like a FedEx pilot. No, okay, so like I know I know a Delta pilot. Okay. And I was like, hey, what's up with Peter Weber? And this person basically said that Peter is a pilot, but he's a relatively new pilot because he's only 28 years old. And in Delta, or at least in the pilot world in general, uh, seniority is very important in, yeah. in terms of like how much vacation time you get and which flights you get and on which flights you are, you know, the lead pilot or the co-pilot. And um, apparently Peter has almost no seniority in the company. So the rest of the pilots are all really upset that he gets to take three months off for and, real. and that he gets to take three months off for Hannah's season, presumably, mm -hmm. because it takes a long time for you to get to be able to do, you know, take long vacations and for you to be able to choose which flights you're able to do. So maybe he'll lose his job. Well, he's apparently working, but Delta wants nothing to do with it, according to this pilot. They've, they put out a communication to their whole staff just saying, like, we are not connected to The Bachelor. This is they not something. Him. Yeah. So, but he's still working for them. So I don't know what that means for his future as a pilot. But it was pretty clear in this episode that they want nothing to do with the show. How did you know he was even a Delta pilot? Uh, I honestly think I heard it on 
the bachelor party podcast. Mm. And then I got curious about it. I asked my friend who's a Delta pilot and they told me kind of the inside scoop. Okay. So, um, wow, that's, that's some like fresh, hot gossip. Yeah, it is. And I told them, I was like, keep your ear to the ground, but also Delta is pretty tight lipped about stuff. And if word got out that I was, you know, about who this person was that was telling me information that might be bad. So we're going to keep them mum. They'd pay you off. Yeah. Maybe we should talk a little more about it. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Peter comes in looking very silly. They talk a lot about the, how there's going to be a lot of heartbreak. There's going to be a lot of sex on the season. Should be no surprise. And then we see him get into a plane like Maverick from Top Gun. Okay, can I just pause you right there? Please. Because I was not sold on Peter as The Bachelor. I, I was like very against it. He's, he seems very vanilla to me. Sure, I just like sure. wasn't into it. And then they did this cinematic like <laughs> opening Top Gun style, and it, it really spoke to did me, it? I would say. Okay, good. And I was completely sold. I mean, he looked hot, smoking hot, yes. getting into that plane. And he they, did not look hot like as that fake Delta pilot. Hosing but. that plane off with, <laughs> with that spray hose. But I will say, uh, when they did go on the the date at the airfield later, same airfield, same opening. Yep. And you know they made all those women wait yes. until like noon because yes. they had to do all the airfield shots yes. in the morning. Yeah, and when the sunrise. <laughs> yeah, yes. absolutely. He must have been exhausted too because that was the day after... Well, I, I don't know how they had a day in between or whatever, but it was the day after the first night. That's right. Must have been exhausting. So they also, in this beginning, they give us a little preview of his ability to speak Spanish, which is something we didn't see. And his Cuban dance moves? Yeah. In so the kitchen? They were trying to give us a little bit of yes, like, please. he's different than you think he is. Yes. And I, bl- I was I was sold on that. Yeah, I was too. He was such an ass kisser on Hannah's season. I All know. he did was suck up to her. So now we actually get to see if he has a personality at all, and I think so. He still talks through his teethy smile, though. And if yeah. I he talks, he's talking like this because he's always smiling. <laughs> <laughs> always, always smiling. Okay, then we got a bunch of previews of the women, which we're going to save because we can talk a little bit about them during their limo intros. Um, and then, finally, after what feels like two hours, mm-hmm. we get to see all of the women arrive. Now, there are 30 women to get through. I'm going to set a timer for 10 minutes. Can I pull out my notes? Because I took notes. T- pull out your notes. <laughs> uh, we're going to try to do all 30 women in 10 minutes. This is going to be a challenge. Let's see if we can Wait, do how it. many? Let's do the math. How many? Is that 10 seconds? 20 seconds? It's 20 women in a minute. So it's 20, 20 seconds, seconds a woman. A woman. All right. That's all she needs. Okay, here we go. All right. First one out of the limo, Alea. Orthodontist. She had the grandma letter. Yep. She looks really good in her dress. Oh, my gosh, her dress. They both have grandma's name, Rose. I had pinned her as the villain before the season started, and now I'm like, I don't know. She seems kind of sweet. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah. She was a good first one to come out. Yes. Next on the docket, Sydney. Looked the same as Alea. Did look the same as Alea. She looked really different than her picture. I thought she was going to be kind of a star of the season. Uh, I was pretty mad on her after this night. She said, not every girl from Bama makes bad decisions. That's right. Then we have Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. Oh, my gosh. already is setting herself up to be top four. Because you know what? She's a model, but she's also just a regular girl. Just a regular girl model. So I, every time I mention her in my notes, I have model slash regular girl. Yeah, model slash regular girl slash Christian family lover. She She's such a good girl. Yeah, she's just a good girl. She's just a good little girl. Um, she also has weirdly straight teeth. Too yeah. straight. For any human, it's too much. Like she had braces, and then afterwards, that she was like, you know what? Just keep them on. Just keep them on until these things are right in one row, all of them. <laughs> like a grid. That's right. Next up is Sarah. Sarah, I didn't have anything written about her. Oh, I know. And the thing is, I had picked her as my, in the previous episode. I picked her as the winner, so I'm really? still keeping her around because she was nervous uh, in this scene, and she was really cute. But she's like drop dead gorgeous, and I feel like Peter was into her. But maybe I'm just pushing it because I. My, I want my own narrative to come true. We'll see what happens with Sarah. We'll see. Lauren, she says, someone close to me once said, if it scares you, do it. I'm like, yep. that is not a unique quote. Nope. <laughs> I, I remember nothing else about her. I don't even remember what she That's looks like. That's all I wrote. Marketing. She, she does marketing. Yep. Victoria P., he obviously finds her attractive right away. Mm-hmm. They do a little happy dance. He is so into it. And then suddenly I fell in love with Peter in this moment. Yeah. When I did the happy dance, I was like, I'm sold. Because he yes ands everybody. Like, yes. He's like a very outgoing, easy guy to 
hang around. It's uh, and in this moment we got to see it because she's like, "All right, let's do a happy dance," and he just went in, yeah. spinning in circles. He was all in, like pointing his fingers to the ceiling. He looked great. Um, I think he she, needs someone like her. She's funny. I like her a lot. She's the one who in the in the. Uh, opening, we found out more about her family, how she took care of her sister because her mom was an addict. That's right. And her dad was not there. Um, I, I can't remember if he, I think he passed away. So we have reasons to root for her. Yeah, we're rooting for her. I hope she doesn't turn out to be like a crystal who had a dark past but a weird present. I don't think she will. <laughs> that we could see, be her tagline. Yeah, exactly. Victoria P, dark past, weird, weird present. <laughs> <laughs> then we have McKenna. She checks him out. Fashion blogger. Yeah, so emotional. Let's move on. Yeah. Marissa. They do a pinky, pinky promise. Square. They also dance. She goes home the first night. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote dot, 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 question mark, question mark, someone I missed. Kelsey, 28, professional clothier? Clothier? Clothier. clothier. Which I think means stylist. Really? Or or I'm guessing buyer. Maybe she's like a buyer for like I a... I thought maybe it had something to do with like fabric in a, <laughs> in a warehouse. How old did you say she was? 28. Okay, that's possible. That's possible. I don't know. Like maybe she chooses the fabrics for... Fancy clothes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> then we had Eunice, um, who wears wings like a total weirdo uh, because she's a flight attendant. Number one. Flight attendant number one. Number one. And then she says, I'm here for the flight reasons. Mm -hmm. And she's really into the fact that she got to wear these wings. It doesn't really make sense that a... F I don't get it. She's an an She's wearing angel wings. Yeah. What does that have to do with being a flight attendant? Is that suggesting that every time you get into a plane... You are, you are going to heaven? I mean, uh, yeah, it was a real stretch. Yeah. And I feel like she missed an opportunity to to make a better pun, maybe? Yeah, right, exactly. Like, and also, like I'll take you to heaven. Yeah. My, oh, yeah, I don't know. Would, I'm very heavenly. Yeah. Um, I just think, I don't want to think of death, like, in that way when I'm getting on a plane. No one does. No. So or, then... And, and, nor when you're going on The Bachelor. No. <laughs> so then, uh, right away, she says, I'm the only flight attendant, and then boom, boom, boom. Oh, she was real proud of that. It yeah. It like, oh, honey. Yeah, we get Jade... Flight number two. But is, I think, I thought she was a pilot. In her, like, intro package when that Chris did, she said that she was, like, testing for her pilot's license. So she's oh, a maybe. flight attendant currently. Anyway, Megan, another one. Mm -hmm. um, Madison comes in with a big paper plane. She's not a flight attendant. She is a basketball player slash uh, daddy's That's girl. right. Slash sparks were flying. Yes. Apparently. Yes. Then we had Tam Tammy, who did a um, TSA check on his package. Oh, man. Um, Sheehan, who gives him a sick bag. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney, who taxis her way on, to, on the runway oh. with a fake little plane, <laughs> like a tricycle plane. <laughs> he almost, he had such a boner about the fact that it might be a real plane coming in. I think so. He was like, he if was that's like, a woman no way. driving a plane, I'm going to end the show right now and marry her. <laughs> and then she comes around the corner. With her knees up to her ears, oh, her dress is like all sticking yep. out the sides, just sequins flying back on this tiny tricycle, and he looks so disappointed. I feel like it didn't go as she probably planned. Nope. Like it was, the, you know, because she didn't bring that plane. No. She's like, give me like a little plane of some kind. They're like, yeah. this is all we could find. Yeah. And it moves like slower. It's so than slow. <laughs> it takes forever. The people who are quote unquote taxiing her in are there for so long. I'm like, they must have gotten a union paycheck to be acting probably. for that long. Probably. Um. And then Kiara fit into a suitcase. How did she do that? I don't know, but I'm kind of impressed. She must not be 5'11". She, but the weirdest thing is how she came out of the suitcase. She was, it looked like she had somehow gotten onto her shins, squished down onto her heels, and then laid down on her, so with her face between her knees. Because when he opened the suitcase, she popped up like she was like on, a little puppy. <laughs> she was forward on her stomach. I couldn't figure out huh. how she's in there because I imagine that you'd have to be sideways. Yeah. But she was like folded like an accordion. Oh, interesting. So I kept trying to look if the cart had like a false bottom or something, but she fit into a suitcase. She's so very bendy. She's very bendy. I don't get it though because baggage doesn't seem like a thing I want to bring up. No. When I meet somebody. I think she just wanted to show off that she's bendy. Probably. Well, it worked. And just stand out, probably. Because mm -hmm. it was kind of creepy. It was. He was a little freaked out by She that. looked like a spider coming out of there. Yeah, he was like, no. <laughs> no. And she had so much hair. How did she fit in, into I, that I, How did it not get zipped in the zipper? Oh, God. It was terrible. And how long was there. she in there? Uh, th I have so many questions. Ugh. Then we had Lexi, who comes in on a hot ride. She's in a red... What kind of car was that? I don't know. The red kind? <sighs> uh... 
What's a famous car? Maserati. Well, Maserati is what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't we think just that's had a mind meld. But it no, was like it an older one. She came in in a hot ride. And then she actually is so much more good looking than she was online. She, I actually think she's the, she's the most real. Yeah. Like she, when I, I don't know, I just get like, why is she on this show? She doesn't fit in. Cause she's just like, she's a, she's a regular girl. Yeah. Well, she's from New York. So maybe that's part of it. I don't oh, know. But oh she's, I, th I thought she was gorgeous. I'm like super excited yeah. to see what happens with her. Then we had Deandra. Uh, she said, are you ready for round five? When the windmill yeah. had all those sex jokes. This is, that was a dumb bit. It was a very dumb bit. I didn't like that. I mean, it's She wasn't weird. alone in that dumb idea. No, she wasn't. But it was weird because the suggestion is that he's about to go be with Hannah B again for the fifth time. It doesn't make sense to say round right. five. I don't think it was very well thought out. No. And then we have a bunch of other sex jokes. The Peyton four time, yeah. says something about four times. Jasmine talks about four times in Vietnamese. And then I missed someone again who had condoms. Oh, yeah. Who she had a, She had a long... I didn't get the name. I just put condom girl. Yeah, same. Someone with condoms. Katrina talked about her hairless pussycat. That was real uncomfortable. Oh. For she, all of us. She And I have to say, she never would have been able to say that had Caitlin not come on Chris Soul season and said, I'll let you plow my field any day. She was like the mm -hmm. first woman to come on and make mm -hmm. like a dirty sex joke. And then so, this whole thing was that. Yeah. So thank you, Caitlin. Yeah, they should I be. Guess? They're standing on the shoulders of giants. They really are. Um, and then Victoria F oh, says, dear. oh, this actually, so I was watching with Josh, with, mm -hmm. with my husband, Josh, and he, this was his favorite moment on the show. He was like, I like her. I like her. That's <laughs> funny that she couldn't get through that joke. Cause she starts to tell a joke and the joke is I have a dry sense of humor, but that's the only thing that's dry about me. And like the implication is that, you know, she's wet. All yeah. over her body, I guess. All the time? All the time, right now. Maybe her eyes are dripping, her armpits. Just, yeah. But she can't get through it because I think she started to say, she must have rehearsed it in the mirror, and then she just, like, cannot finish the sentence. And she's so embarrassed, and she turns bright red, and Peter's laughing with her, and they can't quite, like, gel. And then he completely forgot later on that he, yeah. she had said that line. Yeah. It was pretty bad. It was that forgettable for him. Yeah. Because you know why? Because he's just a nice guy, and he's trying to make you not feel dumb. That's right. In those moments where you say something dumb, he's going to, like, help you out. That's right. Okay, then we had Jenna, who brought the emotional support cow, Ashley P. You know, I had a problem with that. Why? Because I really thought that she was serious, that that was her emotional oh. animal. Because people have different types of emotional animals. And there was a moment in the house when she was like, oh, no, it was a joke. And the girl she was talking to, you could tell that that girl was like, that's actually not cool. Yeah, it was weird. That. I think she was talking to Eunice. Yeah. Also, it made her feel dumb because she was like, I was just asking a question. Right. Um, also, what a beautiful cow. I like Ashley P lot. was the star of the show. Uh, then we see Savannah, who, this was my least favorite intro. She mm -hmm. blindfolds him, plays sexy music. She kisses him without any consent whatsoever. Right. I was like, if this was a, d a dude, we would all be saying he should For be sure. kicked off the show. Totally inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Just because Peter is sexual doesn't mean that he wants to kiss everybody he meets. Right. And, and just because he's a guy doesn't mean it's not still inappropriate yeah, it was, to put your mouth on someone else's mouth. Right. She sexually assaulted him on, on <laughs> national TV, and yeah. then everyone was like, cool. Mm -hmm. So then uh, Kelly shows up. Um, at first I felt like he couldn't remember her, but then as the, as the show went on, it was very obvious that he very much remembers her. I thought he remembered her right away when they first met. Cause he, it well, didn't right? seem like he, he made a face like he was acting to me, but mm -hmm. I think the producers were like, she's going to come. It's going to be Kelly. Remember Kelly? And so then maybe he was trying to pretend like it was a surprise that she walked out of the limo, yeah. even though the producers had primed him because they, they wanted her right, to Right. That's better TV her. if he remembers her. Yeah. Well, he, but you know what? He said, I've been thinking about you ever since that day, which yeah. is like, who wrote that line? No, I don't know. But th to me, it was like so clear that he was acting surprised. So I wasn't sure what that was okay. about. But now that I've seen the whole episode, it feels like the producers were saying to him, Kelly's coming. Kelly's coming. Next mm -hmm. person is Kelly. Act surprised. Then we see Alexa. I just wrote so uncomfortable to be there. I I finally stopped taking notes because they started coming too fast. Yeah. Then we had a a Avonlea. Sounds like heavenly. And then we ended with Natasha, who was kind of weirdly trying to be alluring. That's it. That's all the women. 11 minutes, 30 seconds. Well, that's not bad. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, we did talk about the cow, so. But we didn't really finish the limo entrances. Because all the women are there, and then, dun, dun, dun. Hannah Beast. That's right. The Beast The Beast back. shows up. The last limo rolls up. Out walks a beautiful foot. 
Hannah a gorgeous face. How does Hannah B look so much more like radiant than every other woman who walked out of there? Like she has had the Hollywood treatment for sure. Oh, for because sure. when she walks out of that limo, it's like she's obviously the winner. Yeah. Even though, you know, if she was just a new person, we'd yeah. be like, oh, she wins the show. Yeah. She called him Bud right off the bat. Yeah, I, I use Yeah, I use closed captions for the show, I so I always read them. And she's like, hey, Bud, which was weird. She probably didn't plan that. No. She probably was winging it. And yeah. It, it just she got was, weird. She was winging it. She was, she was winging it. Oh, and she was there to give Peter his wings back. Which... She, I, I feel like, okay, I feel like she was contractually obligated yeah. to be on that yes. show for a couple episodes, especially with how upset she was later, which yeah. I'm sure we'll get to. Yes. Well, so th- it's not unusual for previous Bachelors and Bachelorettes to show up on the next season and kind of give their new, their ex-flame, like, um, mm-hmm. permission to move forward. Mm-hmm. But usually it's because they're ha- in a happy relationship. Right. Like, didn't Becca talk to Colton? Yeah. I Wait, so. no, Colton was on. Yeah, yes. Becca came in and talked to Colton before his season started. And I that has happened many times. Andy Dorfman came mm-hmm. on and talked to Nick Vial. But they already were sad. Like, immediately, they were like, can you believe it was just a couple months ago? Oh, yeah. That's because this weeks. is September. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, she was she on Dancing with the Stars by then? She, I'm guessing okay. she had said yes to Dancing with the Stars. And... Okay. Um, I believe that Dancing with the Stars started the week after Labor Day. So this would be like probably in the same week as her first episode of Dancing with the Stars. So the, she can't be on The Bachelor even if she wants to be. Right. It's pretty obvious that she's not going to stick around because she won Dancing with the Stars. So she went all the way through yeah. that show. Let's well, let's let's save <sighs> it for later because we have so much more yeah, to talk okay. about with her. But she, for now, she just gives him his wings and she leaves. All the other girls kind of freak out. Um, but it's, it's well, the nothing. one girl screams. Yeah, there's <laughs> like blood curdling screaming. <laughs> then we see the whole first night. There is so much that happened on this first night as well. Um, this first night is always about like who's going to come out as the first person to take him, steal him for a minute, mm-hmm. and who's going to do it multiple times. Yeah. There's always somebody who does that. Well, they don't know each other, so they probably don't have a lot to talk about, and right. so they talk about each other because that's. I mean, right. They get through their first little bits of like, where are you from? What do you do? Yep. And then they're like, like four drinks in. Yep. They're, they're four drinks in and they're like, she's the evil one. I don't like her. And it's now it's like four in the morning, you know, as right. they're getting through this thing. So they all, all they have to talk about is what's happening in front of them. They don't have any books, phones, TV, nothing. Nope. Um, what, did you have any favorite bits from that first night? You know, they all kind of washed together. I thought they really rushed through yeah. the first night, the first rose ceremony, the limo, even the limo introductions felt fast. I feel like it was to get to the Hannah drama. I think so too. They wanted to save as much time as they could for that. I did like I did like Victoria F <laughs> being upset kind of about everything. She is a kind of a mess and I have some gossip about Victoria F too. If you ever go on that, do you ever use the Bachelor subreddit on on Reddit? No, but I will. It's good because they people will post if it's going to be a spoiler. So it's kind of a place where you can go and get a lot of information, but it's a spoiler-free zone. Mm-hmm. So people will say, if they're going to say who the winners are, it says it right in the post, like, spoiler, don't read. But somebody found, and Victoria F. had done a modeling gig for what was apparently a Marlins conservation group, like the fish Okay. Marlins. But the Marlins Conservation Group had chosen to make shirts that say white lives matter. Oh dear. And they had a picture of a white marlin on it. Okay. No. Um. Not okay. And she's <laughs> she's in it as the model. So she's modeling in a white lives matter t-shirt. Someone found it because it was it was like in an ad for this Marlins Conservation Group on their Facebook. And they screenshotted it because it was clearly a Victoria F. Yeah. So I don't know that she has a very good judgment. Yeah, I hope it was worth that $1,500 they paid you for yeah. that. Yeah, or, or I'm guessing not. Maybe. maybe maybe she just got free swag. Oh, geez. So she has a bunch of White Lives a, Matter t-shirts. She got to pet a Marlin. <laughs> <laughs> she got to take home a Marlin. 
So that's the drama I know about her. Apparently, and Chris and Chris Harrison also implied that she's kind of like goes through the emotional roller coaster of the season. So I'm guessing she's in it for the long haul. Okay. She's gonna be the one that the producers keep telling Peter to keep her along and because they she's make such him, good TV. Yeah, they clearly made him pick her last. Yes. And if I'm him, and the producers are like, "Oh, you have to pick this girl last, please," I'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna." Red flag on her then. Yeah, she's you know? probably not somebody I want to marry. Yeah. She's also like 23 years old. and So many of them are. Yeah, just a hot mess. Just little babies. Um, my favorite thing from the first night was Hannah Ann giving him a painting that she and her dad worked on. Which, it's a very small painting, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure how two people work on it. Maybe it, they took turns. It's a, Yeah, it's also so simple. It's such a simplistic painting that there's... I don't understand how two people contributed. It's essentially... It looks like a screensaver from a PC mm-hmm. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's like a mountains. And then on top of it are dozens of vaginas, from what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What were, they, what were they trying to make them? I don't know, Susanna. I don't know. Hmm. I was trying to, like, in the screenshot, I was like, maybe they're hearts? Maybe they're clams? But they look like pink, light pink, with a dark pink center. I think they're just mountain clams, Hannah. <laughs> Okay. There are hundreds of vaginas, and not she wanted she wanted Peter to see that and remember that not only is she Christian, not only is she the girl next door, not only are her teeth lined up like dominoes, but also she still has dozens of vaginas to give. <laughs> <laughs> she gives out vaginas like he gives out roses. I just, what does it mean that her and her dad worked on it? I don't you know? know. I feel uncomfortable about that. Uh, but you know what? She's still a regular girl. Yeah, and I like that the other girls were talking about her because they were so mad that she interrupted three times, even though the producers were definitely like, oh, for hey, sure. be bold, go yeah. interrupt. Her, her like producer therapist, or yeah. whoever follow, have, they each like, have a producer therapist yeah, that exactly. like, follows them around. Yeah, someone told her to do that. But while she's doing that, the other girls are talking about her, and someone is like, well, I don't know, I, she might be funny. <laughs> Like, what's interesting about her? I don't know. She might be funny. They're trying to, like, keep a good perspective on why Peter might be interested in this woman. Oh, my gosh. Because they have nothing to talk about. They have nothing to talk about. And they're trying not to be... I think the first night, you're really, really aware of the cameras. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I shouldn't be seen at home as a villain yet. Yeah. Once they get comfortable, they'll forget that the cameras are there. But... Yeah. um, My... The other thing that I really liked was McKenna trying to come in over and over and interrupt the other women, and then br- having a mental breakdown every time she went back to the In the Moment interview. I can't picture McKenna. Right, she's blonde. I know that doesn't help. Ugh. She has like medium length hair, oh. and the whole time she's just walking around being like, I don't know, he Oh, that's right, and then he ended up giving her a rose, but yeah, she she had a meltdown before about the idea of not getting a rose. Yeah, she had a she was like, I know Peter's the one for me. I love him already. Oh, honey. If he and oh god, there were so many women who said if he's not the one then who is? I hate, like uh, that's that's true every season yeah. and I just feel like, you know, the consolation prize should be some good therapy. Right. Or it should be a prerequisite. It might make the show less interesting. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, there is a very high chance that you will not be the one and that Peter is not the one for you. If yeah. there are 30 women there, then that is a 96% chance that you are not the one for him. Did you just do that math? I just did that math on oh. my computer Oh, right now as we talked. I was going to be real <laughs> impressed. <laughs> no, but there's a 96% chance that you're not going to be picked, so stop crying on yeah. night one. The other thing I want to mention from night one is how many people Peter kissed, which I don't know if it's a record, but I think he went in pretty hard yeah, on some makeouts. He seems like pretty comfortable expressing himself it's great. physically. It's great. It's so far making him my favorite bachelor. Yeah. Um Hannah Ann he kissed on the first night, McKenna, Tammy, Kelly, and non-consensually he kissed Savannah. He got kissed by Savannah. He was he was kissed by Savannah. <laughs> and I think it's interesting that he didn't choose to kiss her later in their one-on-one. You know what? Speaking of Savannah, it kind of sounds like Susanna. Mm. And so during the rose ceremony, when he said Savannah. You perked up? I perked up. And I knew he didn't say my name. But then when he said it again, asking her if she would accept the rose, I made myself pretend that he was saying my name (laughs) just to see what it would feel like. (laughs) And I didn't hate it. 
No, it's easy for me to do because my name is Hannah and there are 500 Hannahs That's on true. The Bachelor every That's year. True. Um, and then in the rose ceremony, we finally get to the rose ceremony and the sun is up. The like, sun is up. Not even the sun is up. Like the sun's been it's up for morning. a while. And someone says, well, it's morning now and we're doing the rose ceremony. And it's clear that they didn't get to go to bed. Yeah. It's just like 7 a.m. Well, I know it's always like, I mean, some, there's times when the rose ceremony ends and it's dawn. Yeah, like 4 or 5. But it was like 10 in the morning. This looked really morning. People are like mowing their lawns <laughs> and out for a jog. Yeah. yeah. And, and these, these women these looked, schools are still, yeah, what they took so long? absolutely hungover. Like what? I think probably Hannah. They had to yeah. deal with all that. Plus, thirty women's a lot of women. And there were too many bits, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It took a long time to to make everything go, and it's it's so early. And they somehow all like I know they gave them a moment to go put their faces back on, mm -hmm. but they look exhausted and they look hungover because a lot of those women oh, were yeah. very drunk on the first night. Right. They probably don't give them enough food. No. Because no mm -hmm. one eats on that show ever. No, not not in front of us. No. Um, so then we see that he gives, this is the order of roses he gives. Victoria P, Madison, Kelly, Lexi, Savannah. What, what, what was that? Savannah. <laughs> Lauren, Tammy, Alea, Jasmine, Sydney, Natasha, McKenna, Deandra, Sarah, Alexa, Kelsey, who's crying. Peyton, Kiara, Courtney, Sheehan, and Victoria F is the last. So that means he sent home Eunice, a flight attendant, mm -hmm. Megan, a flight attendant, Marissa, Jade, a flight attendant, Kylie, a question mark. He sent home all three flight attendants? And, well, there weren't only three. There are still more left. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then Katrina. Um, and Katrina was the one who got pretty drunk. Mm -hmm. was bad-mouthing the other girls. So mm -hmm. I'm guessing, like, being a little too drunk is probably part of the reason. We didn't get to see the whole drama of it. Right. I predicted that Megan and Eunice would go home on the first night. Okay. Um, I did not think Jade would go home the first night because she's trying to get her pilot's license, and I thought maybe they'd find common ground there. Maybe that's why he sent her home. Mm. He's like, figure it out yourself. Yes. I had to figure it out myself. I'm not trying to lift you up. Yeah. And then we had Marissa go home, and Twitter was super upset by this. Why? I think, well, she seems beautiful and really nice, but for some reason people just found it so enraging that he had sent her home when she was so obviously gorgeous. I didn't necessarily connect with her on that first night because they barely showed us anything, but I'm just saying Twitter was in a rage. Okay. Um, and then it's like 6 a.m. when they leave, and uh, finally everyone gets to maybe go to bed. Not sure. I mean, they got to go to the airport. They do have to go to the airport for the first group date. First group date. Uh, this is what I wrote for first group date. Airplane stuff. Hannah yep. Ann, Kelly, Deandra, Victoria P. And then I wrote, oh, geez, I can't keep track anymore. I can't uh -huh. remember who else was all there. Um, but some of the, the big players were, oh, Sheehan was there. Um, I don't know. Peter flies in on his hot airplane. They come running out in athleisure wear, mm -hmm. acting like it was just minutes later, even though it was clearly like maybe four or five hours later. Mm -hmm. um, it's a super weird edit, and they it seems like they just kind of appear at this airline hangar. Yeah. In athleisure. It was strange. And then two hot female pilots come running out. Yeah. And they're like, I'm like, why isn't Peter marrying up to be with one of these women? <laughs> they're not I mean, interested. Yeah. They, they are great. They are strong. The first female Blue Angels pilot. Yes. That's what he said. What does that mean? Well, the Blue Angels are like a special flying squad, and oh. they do like air shows, and they do all oh. these different formations, and apparently it's a really big deal. I hope they paid them well for this appearance. I hope so. So they basically have them. This is a classic bachelor date where they make the women do a bunch of stuff that makes them look dumb mm -hmm. and unathletic. And there's a contest. Yeah. So they make them try to do math, and everyone thinks a mile is 30,000 feet. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm pretty smart, and I'm not afraid to say that, and I didn't know the answer. But wouldn't you have guessed a little closer to the right answer? Probably, but I, I have a theory. What? That Peter whispered the right answer. To Hannah Ann? To oh, Hannah Ann 100%. model slash regular girl. There's no that way that regular girl That was a very specific Hannah answer. And that kind of knowledge, I don't know if that kind of knowledge lives in someone who speaks the way no, she does. No, I don't think so. And the fact that he, she got to like sit next to him during that part was really... Mm -hmm. She was, was all about it. She was not paying attention. No. And was, Peter is so obvious about who he likes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's bad. 
Like he wears his heart on his sleeve. He wears yeah. his wiener on his sleeve. He does, maybe both. Yeah, his he heart wears wiener. His, heart wiener on his, sleeve. <laughs> his wiener heart is out all the time. Uh, I know that I knew the right answer, but that's because I was a science major. So I feel like that answer is just something we use all the time mm-hmm. for conversions. But like, I feel like thirty thousand. That's I mean, it's a really big guess. I think it's because that's what they say. The pilot says when you're on a plane. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So you. But think the, but the one the one lady pilot was like not even close. Yeah, she's like we're not going to space. <laughs> so she was like, she was not. She did not find that amusing. No, um, they play dumb music in the background, so you think that the girls are all super dumb. Mm-hmm. They they then they spin in a thing, and this is like the moment where I felt like Victoria P really leveled up for me because. She gets into an, an, okay, they do a whole Annalise edit on her. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she um, was, had the traumatic yeah. incident on the Tea bumper cup. cars. Oh, yeah. Annalise had the traumatic incident on the bumper cars, so yeah. she couldn't, like, do the derby thing with yeah. Ari. But uh, Victoria P. had a traumatic incident of throwing up after being in the teacup. Mm-hmm. And But you know a lot of people have a fear of throwing up. Yeah. That's not an uncommon fear. No and a phobia is a phobia. It doesn't matter what it is. It's yeah. the experience of it that's... Here I am sympathizing with Victoria P. Yes. Well, I could sympathize with her because I get very easily motion sick. Mm-hmm. And if someone put me in a thing and then spun me around a bunch of times, I would vomit all over the place. Yeah. And I would be, I would also be, even if I didn't puke, incapacitated for the rest of the day. For like, sure. It would not be a fun thing I'd want to do. I don't even want to go on like a car ride or a bus ride with a first date because I probably have to take drama yeah. and, and I'll fall asleep. So she is freaking out about it. She finally decides to do it. And they do their little flashback. And I didn't like, he, he like pushed her to do it. They always push them to do it. It's true. But then and he also let her stop early. So I was sort of like, I don't know. Yeah, but it's like he needed her to prove that to him. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? How about you be impressed with her setting boundaries for herself and knowing what she needs to do for self-care? That's true. Like, I mean, the, re- the reality is for Victoria P that this, this is a bad season for her to be on because if she has the same motion sickness I do, a prop plane, a yeah. helicopter, I mean, yeah. all that stuff is going to be terrible for her. And She'll she's get... going to be up in the air and she's not going to feel good. Just like Vanessa on Nick's Biology oh, season when right. she threw up all over the plane. But you know what? She won. So She did. She got lots of extra TLC. That's right. And he takes care of Victoria P when she feels sick and she goes and throws up. And she says at one point, this is the first time anyone's ever taken care of her when she's thrown like, up. I was like, girl... Well, but remember, Victoria P is the one who raised her own sister because her mom was a drug addict. So, and that, yeah, but still, like, what kind of dudes are you dating? What kind of women are you friends with? Right. I mean, how many times did I come home with a friend when our, in our early 20s and I got to hold her hair back while she pukes or vice yeah. versa? Maybe she just discounts the positive in her life. Oh. And she's just like, no one loves me. I will, I mean, she did say she grew up too fast, and maybe that is what she meant. Is like she didn't get to do all of the stuff sure. of being a fun and young person because sure. she had to be basically a parent to her younger sister. I don't know. It felt, I felt bad for her. She also later on in the episode says that she's never gotten flowers before. I feel like this is not the last that we're going to hear of things that Victoria she's never P has never gotten before. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, so we, we see a bunch of spinning going on. Then they have to do more spinning later, where they spit, sit on chairs and spin. Poor Victoria. Um, then they do this. They do this kind of obstacle race, and yeah. then at one point, there's these really strong fans, and they have to fight against them. Okay, first of all, were they in mustard? They were in some sort of poopy yellow. Like, and I'm sure they didn't know that that's what that was at the bottom of the slide. I think that it was uh, airline food. <laughs> I think that's what pureed, the premise was. Pureed airline, food. but it looked like they had poopy butts afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were all falling down, which I have to admit I laughed at. Yes. It was very funny to watch because all these women are so tiny. Uh-huh. And they're just being blown by wind and they yep. cannot yep. get past the wind. And they're being blown around in these like poopy slides. <laughs> it's so funny. And then Kelly cheats in the last part and wins, which I think is so funny because she's like, at later on all the girls are super mad at her for cheating. And she's like, oh, I guess I didn't think it mattered because the rules aren't really real. Because it's, yeah. There are no rules. it's not a professional sport yeah people need to watch this show more and understand that there are no rules on the bachelor mm-hmm. you can break them even if you win peter can say i actually i don't want to take you yeah. i want to take the runner up right and so she wins the the by completely cheating she answers crying because of it mm-hmm. the other girls are so pissed tammy is super pissed but to me it's like he saw kelly win and he was like good enough for me yep. i want to i want to hang out with kelly so let's do this yep he takes her on a solo date uh, or like they get some time together before their evening portion. 
And to me, this is the moment where I was like, they obviously had sex. Do you think? I think they hooked up. Oh. I think they hooked up. But there's no way they just ran into each other at the and hotel. And they did a dance together. And his memory of her is so strong because of that. And it makes sense because they're so like giggly weird like yes. I've seen you naked weird oh yeah I mean okay so at this point when she met him in the hotel lobby Peter's essentially drunk no famous <laughs> yes at but also point, drunk because he's his after party from after his party reunion. of a reunion yeah so he's drunk and famous and it's she's not drunk. like he was just some random guy it's right. like the fact that he's a celebrity if you run into someone random on the street as a celebrity you're not going to remember who they are it's like if you run into a random woman in a hotel and she like talks to you and tells you she's going to be on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to remember who she are, who she is unless you really like her. And then something more happens. And I have also heard that a lot of these guys go on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, because you get laid. I'm Even sure. if you're just in one episode, I'm sure. you walk into a room and... You're noticed. Yeah, you're noticed. And also you get opportunities, you get money, like you get fame, yeah. fortune, women, men, whatever. But it, to me, it felt like there was some hot steam between him and Kelly. And Kelly is interesting, but is she really like the most interesting on the show, the most beautiful on the show? I hate to say it, but like there has to be something else there. There's got to be. Besides just their initial attraction, there is like some, they spent some time together. And I don't know what that means. But to me, it felt like they had had sex and yeah. then the next morning had gone to brunch or something. Probably. Like they spent time together. He's but, so into her. But they haven't been communicating because they didn't no. say that. Because once she signed that contract to be on the show, they I'm sure they weren't allowed to. Well, I really don't like them. It was like, oh, I was thinking about being on the show and then I saw you and it was a sign. Because at first she said she saw him in the lobby and then she was trying to decide yeah. to go on the show. No, I'm so guessing I'm the reality confused. is that she was in the top 50 because they have they kind of narrow it down to that top between like 30 and 50. Mm-hmm. And then from there, the women can kind of like finish their interviews. And I'm sure she was already in this top selection tier. Okay. And they were kind of courting her to be on the show. And she wasn't sure yet or just she just hadn't yeah. confirmed it. And then she ran into Peter, hooked up with him. They liked it. She decided to go on the show. Interesting. God told her, let this man do you now, and he will do you later. Yep. That's how that works, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, then the same night, so after they get back, everyone's mad at Kelly. It's clear that Kelly has a target on her back. He reassures her, don't worry, I like you. I'm, you're here for the long haul. And then he goes and uh, is talking to Victoria. When she has these cute little glasses on. She looks like Demi. Right? Tall Demi. Yeah, tall Demi. Uh, I love that she has glasses. And then... But I guess she's just like a dork. Yeah, she's like, I'm just, I don't, I just, I do math in my spare time. Yeah, because of like, my glasses. Like, I know I get car sick, but like, I'm just kind of a nerd. I, I just, I threw up and I'm so embarrassed. And no one's ever gotten me flowers before. And then halfway through their conversation, he just, Peter gets up and like darts outside to the, to the hotel garden and like rips three flowers off of a trellis. Yeah, because you know why? Because she gave him like props. Yeah. For like, no one's ever. Help, you know, yeah. help, giving me something when I'm sick before. And then he's like, oh, hold on. And he comes back and he's and he like, goes, I remember something. Remember you that said. other thing you said you never had before? I am also doing that for you now. Here's flowers. If I was the hotel manager, I'd be like, excuse me, sir. Excuse <laughs> like, me. That's a perfectly curated <laughs> trellis. We pay someone for that. You yeah. can't just take flowers off of a trellis and give them away. That is stealing our property. He, yeah, I don't know. It felt a little attention-seeking It on did, his but part. also then I was like, America's smitten with you, Peter. You are an angel. I That's why he's the it. bachelor. He is so... He's like... He's got a little Ben Higgins to him where he's just like constantly validating the women. Oh, yeah. And so I think it's going to be hard to tell who he despises. For sure. Um, he's going to break some hearts. It's man. easy to tell who he loves, but it's not easy for to us. tell who he doesn't like. Right. Yeah. Because ev- everyone's going to be heartbroken because they thought they had something with him. Yeah. Shean is also getting totally with by the producers the whole episode. She wants to talk to Peter. It's not happening because every time she does, someone interrupts her. And I feel so bad for this person because I don't know that she you was really what? meant to she be on The Bachelor anymore. She also said, anyway. oh, yeah, that's fine. I know. She's very much a pushover. And so many of them are like that. Yeah, and they like, feel like, okay. you know, this is an opportunity to practice some boundaries. Yeah, and just say, hey, give us five minutes. Yeah, I mean, you know the producer's sending them over. It's not yeah. the person trying to interrupt you. This is what they were told to do. And the guys don't do that. No. Not usually. Well, the they'll, guys, they'll, they'll steal you for a second? They When they steal and they don't want to, they'll be like, give me another couple minutes. Yeah, remember Wills? And he was like, nah, man, walk yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Then Kelly gets the group date the group date rose, and I was so mad. Victoria P should have gotten that rose. Yeah. That would have been the ultimate giving her flowers. Also, Kelly already knows she's sticking around for the long haul. So what's the deal? Yeah, that, that was, was weird. Lame. That was a weird, a weird cop out. Like I that, don't, I m- don't understand the relationship, Kelly and. No, I mean, but uh, like you said, I mean, if they hooked up, they have a better connection. He just knows her better. Yeah, right. He just is like and he knows she's oh, not a crazy pants. Yeah, I'll probably this will work out. And uh, I just think that was unfortunate. And I'm hoping he'll get better at being the bachelor in that way as it goes on. So then. We're done with that date. We get Madison gets her first one-on-one date. The first one-on-one date. I was surprised. Uh, it just really surprised me. I for I thought he would take someone else for sure. I thought he would take Hannah Ann, but then he took her on the group date. But I don't know. I was surprised that it was her. Um, I because I thought she would go home night one. She looks like a cute little flower. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like with those big old earrings, he takes her to his parents' house. Because his parents are renewing their vows. They're having like a sacred family ceremony. I think ceremony. that whole family, I mean, they do well for themselves. Yeah. And they yeah. live in L.A. They have for a in long time. In a cute time. little house. Yep. And I think that that's just who you are Maybe. in L.A. I also feel like Peter just does what he wants and the show tries to keep up. Probably. And he was like, I got to be there. I got to officiate my parents. Or his parents were so. like, let's, because they scheduled it. They yeah. could they could be like, oh, let's wait two months until Peter can officiate when he's not filming The Bachelor. Right. Not like they needed to do it that day. But also, everyone fell in love with Peter's family that day. This was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I got, that's when I started, actually the show started bumming me out at that point. <laughs> I started getting, started getting a little bummed out. I'm like, <laughs> that's. That's true love. It and was. they've been like when she was like, You're my best friend oh, and I, I choose you every day and I was just like, I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I made you realize it made you just look at the farce that is the bachelor and be For like sure. That's not gonna find you that same level of love. Oh, but Peter really liked that oh. Madison also talked about her family. Like when she was saying, oh, my family, my parents have been married for 31 years. Was she the one who said her grandparents have been married for 61 years? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I, the, there's a trope that happens on The Bachelor that kind of drives me crazy, which is that people relating over having perfect families, which makes them perfect people. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, people who are products of divorce can also be emotionally intelligent right. and really good in relationships. I think then they bond over the fact that they're looking for the same thing. Yeah. Like, but you can be looking we for the all, same thing. Are we all looking for lasting love? Right. That's like healthy and right. renew, renewable. Yeah. And it's great <laughs> that you got to witness that with your family, but that's not something you have control over. Right. And so it feels unfair to make it a value judgment on somebody. They can still be like a morally sound person and come from a family where that's not the case. Like, for example, Victoria P. Does not come from a loving home. Does not come from a stable family. But so far, she's shown us that she's pretty likable. And mm-hmm. hopefully that doesn't deter Peter from wanting to get him to know her. Right. Are you Are you team Victoria P? I think so. I, mean, I think you're like really going to bat for her. I didn't think I would. But I feel like I am standing up for Victoria P. Because I can relate to being motion sick. And Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's... You're right. I don't know what I like about her. I have no judgment at all. I'm yeah. just like, you know. Um, I just think it's super weird that Madison is at, at this thing at all. I think it's totally inappropriate to bring her on the date. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe and it's that. Misleading it, no, it's misleading. No, it is misleading. It's like when Ari brought Crystal on to his meet his parents Same the thing. first time. Except for in that case, Crystal looked exactly like Ari's mom, which was super creepy. Yeah. At least Madison doesn't look like Peter's mom. Wasn't there one other wasn't there one other situation like that? Colt didn't Colton bring somebody I think that was later, though. It wasn't the first okay. date. Uh, okay, let's move on from that. We see at the nighttime, they like each other, whatever. They're cute together, blah, blah, blah. They start to dance, and then all of a sudden, his whole family shows up again. I just can't imagine, like, really feeling sexy sort towards someone if your entire first date with them is with surrounded by their entire family. Yeah. Peter's brother was there, who looks exactly like Peter. He was like baby Peter. Tinier Peter. It was baby very Peter weird. Jr. But, yeah. like... Like Peter before his glow up. Yeah, yeah, he looks doofier. Yeah, like, well, he needs to do CrossFit like Peter did yeah. for six months or whatever. Yeah. And so they go. we cut back to the mansion after the end of Madison's date. The girls are, they are looking absolutely miserable in their jammies. 
Yeah, but still beautiful. Yes. No one's not wearing makeup. No, but they just, just like, exhausted. Like, they want to go to bed, but the producers are forcing them to stay awake so they can tell them about this other date. And Uh, they make make them sit in the same room. Yep. And they all are, like, wearing glasses and, like, no makeup on, and they're just, like, snuffling in their jammies. I mean, you have to, like, wear makeup all the time because The Bachelor could show up at any time. Yeah. (sighs) And he'll only like you if you're perfect. That's true. So then they talk about the second group date. I don't even know who was on it. Uh... Natasha, Alexa, McKenna, I couldn't keep track of Which one was that? What did they do? Oh, this was the Hannah B date. So this is really oh. like, this whole date got over, that is not, not completed yet, because it's just kind of started. So everybody walks in to the room, and um, Hannah B is on stage. Yeah, with a windmill. Yeah, and right away, Peter is like already blushing by the fact that Hannah B is there. She looks drop-dead gorgeous in this like shimmy little dress. Yep. She starts talking about how she had sex with Peter four times in she, the windmill. She gave that. She told that story in detail, yeah. and I was like, "I that seems real intimate." Yeah, she gave us a lot of information we didn't know, like yeah. like the fact that her love for Peter was sort of a slower build, and she didn't know right away if she liked it. All this stuff it was that we very did not personal. find out. Yeah, it was clear that she had been thinking about it. Oh yeah, a lot. Plus, it had only been eight weeks, mm-hmm. and she made some choices. Mm-hmm. Some things didn't work out. She made some terrible choices yeah and in this moment it's like so clear that this is going to end poorly Mm -hmm. the concept of the date is that these women are going to tell sex stories about their lives or weirdly fantasies they've had i'm like oh wow the bachelor's really taking a turn yeah uh anyway so that starts and you're we start to see what the date's going to be but then everything cuts to backstage hannah is crying peter comes to comfort her and that's when everything started to like become very dramatic but the, the biggest thing i noticed was that he walks in the back and he goes hey birthday girl yeah it's her birthday so she's depressed because it's her birthday she's had like a, a breakup and a rejection from tyler oh because yeah. you know that they were hooking up and then he went over with Gigi, Gigi. habibi or whatever <laughs> is. is that her name Gigi hadid Gigi habibi yeah Gigi habibi <laughs> And um, and then there was all those like photos of him leaving her house, and she made comments and was like, "Oh well, you know, I I guess whatever he wants to do." Oh yeah, like she, she was didn't not know happy about that. She didn't know he no. was doing. Anyway, so she's had some heartbreak. So she's in the back. She's crying. Peter comes back and he's like, "Hey, birthday girl, what's going on?" Uh, she says, "I'm really happy for you, but it's a lot." And then he he asks her how it was to come to the mansion on night one. And that he said he was hoping that she was there to be part of the house. Yeah. She questions what she should have done. Like, I think she means if she should have gone to the house or if she should have contacted him in between. Yeah. And remember, this is September. So, like, she's fresh yep. out of being in a relationship with him. And she probably had a choice. Do you want to go back on The Bachelor or do you want to do Dancing with the Stars? And maybe Peter wasn't confirmed as The Bachelor yet. Yeah, I don't even think that. I think... In the interim, she could have contacted Peter and Ben asked him right, out. That was a very candid conversation. Oh, yeah. That was really interesting. That's like the most drama-free or like drama-free real drama that we've ever seen in The Bachelor. Yeah. That was candid. Yeah. We'll, we'll, and we'll get there in one sec. Like right before that, um, she, he he talks about how she asked Tyler out on, on air and he hadn't. He didn't. He hadn't seen that, and then he saw that happen, and it just like crushed him again. Basically, he thought because she was broken up with Jed that he would ask her out, yep. or she would ask, ask him Peter. out, and maybe they could have a chance together. And he had told his parents, "If she calls me up, I will give her another chance." And then he sees her ask Tyler out on national because the TV. producers probably. I think she felt too. pressured to do it because she saw how America fell in love with yes. Tyler and how he's the and better choice. The producers. And the producers were working hard on making Peter the Bachelor. They didn't want to have Hannah fall in love with Peter. I think they wanted Tyler as the Bachelor, don't you think? No, no. You think Peter? I think Peter. I think they wanted Peter from the jump, which is why we didn't see Peter as much in in that storyline. They kept him out of the... I think they kept him out of that storyline. Tyler would not be a good Bachelor. That's true. Um, plus, he's too. He was already way too intermi- intermixed with those other like famous women mm-hmm. before any of the yeah. the season even ended. Plus, he's a robot. So plus, he's a robot. Yeah. So he brings that up, and he said, "I don't want to be someone's third option." And I could. Oh, didn't we all relate to him in that moment? <sighs> yeah, it was crushing. But she said, "You." It was always either you or Jed. That's what she. She said, said it was you and Jed, and he was like, "I've he, never heard you say yeah, that." Yeah, he was like, "What?" Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. It was you and Jed, and he said, "You never told me that." She's um, like, yeah, I did. 
Yeah, and he's like, like, no, no, you didn't. didn't. And she says, Jed was the comfortable choice. She was falling back into the same thing, but she broke everybody's heart and her own through this experience. Um, She said that, well, Peter didn't reach out, but Tyler did. And that's why she asked Tyler out. She thought he wanted to be the bachelor, so she didn't pursue him. She was waiting for Peter, and Peter was waiting for her. Oh, that is the most tragic thing I can imagine. This is like such a ship's passing in the night. It just goes to show, like, go after what you want. Yeah. Yeah, because she wanted to be with him, but he wanted to be The Bachelor. Or she thought he wanted to be The Bachelor. But don't assume what other people want. Right. You know what I mean? He was probably wanting to be The Bachelor because he didn't want to, like, linger in his heartbreak anymore. And so at the end, he's like, well, what do you want? And she's like, I don't know, Peter, what do you want? And it seems to me (laughs) like she's saying, Peter, if you want to be with me, you need to tell me. That you'll leave this all behind. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I felt too. And he's saying, Hannah, if you want to be with me, you, you need to, to say, show. no, or you need to say, be with me, leave this all behind. And yeah. neither of them will commit to saying it. I think they're both probably doing financial calculations in their head because Dancing <laughs> yeah. with the Stars is a good paycheck. Being the yeah. lead on The Bachelor is a good paycheck. Or contractually, by yes. breaking your contract, what does that mean? Yeah, contractually. And they're they're kind of doing these like in their head things, but... She at the end she just says, I can't help how my heart feels. And then boom. The cliffhanger. I know. I'm so wrapped up in this storyline, I can't help it. I know. It's so real. I know. And the way because they've both been through it now. Yeah. They just have they had a way more candid conversation. It was like it was like taking a sneak peek into two actual exes talking about their relationship and if they ended it too soon. It's what we hope that reality TV is all the time. Right, actual and it never reality. Is. It's actual reality. Yeah. that re- that I feel like I've had that kind of conversation before where it's like, well, you did this and you did this and the miscommunication yeah. is Yeah, they're like, up. well, you did this, so I assumed this. Yeah. Well, I assumed you did this. Right, but like the hurt is too much already, so you can't move forward. Like I think it's just too, they have too much history, they have too much hurt. To, Peter can't marry Hannah knowing that she chose two other men before him. And in that moment, like maybe he's thinking, well, you know, why me now? Is it just because I'm available and she's available? And so she doesn't know where else to go because like Hannah is an unreliable narrator in this situation. She is. She says it was always him and Jed, but like, I don't believe her. Well, and she was so confused too. Yeah. And yeah. And the fact that she kept Luke P around long enough, like she didn't have great judgment on the season. And I don't I don't think that heartbreak makes better judgment. Right. I think she's at this point now in real time, she does seem like she's grown and has moved on. But this was months ago when she was still fresh from her season and fresh from the breakup with Jed, like yeah. very fresh from that breakup. So I don't know. I think she's used to like thriving when decisions are made for her in relationships, like having to make the decision of like, do I send Luke P home? Do I like, that was just too much. And so then when everyone showed who they really were and kind of eliminated themselves as being jerks or whatever, then she was like, Oh, it was Peter. Peter was the best choice. Right. And she never would have been able to really know that because maybe well, she doesn't like really know and, herself and also like all of social media was telling her that so was she listening to herself or was she listening to america be like you made a bad choice That's like true. peter wasn't the or uh, peter was the one tyler was not jed was not like you have to go for peter because we've been trained by the producers to love him as our, as the bachelor yeah. so we all want him to be the one i don't know it's it's too much like if i was on either side i would think this is too complicated to move forward so what do you think is going to happen next week well, I think they're going to spend a lot of time drawing out this conversation. Because I'm sure this conversation took, I don't know, 30 minutes maybe? Oh, you think only 30? Well, I mean, at, at one least, point she's got like a face full of black mascara. Yeah. She gets up and then you see her in another shot. Her eyes are completely cleaned up. Yeah. So like they the like took a couple breaks, time. went and had a sandwich, Yeah, came so back. I'm, I'm guessing they were back there for a long enough time that they this day, it changes the outcome of the day. Well, date. and the producers, are, I'm sure, are like... Let's. Why don't you guys talk more about it? Because they want as much footage as they can. Oh, it's juicy. So I think they're still gonna draw it out and make us think that she can maybe stay. And uh, yeah, I do think she leaves in next uh, next episode. I think she leaves before the end of hour one. Yeah, I feel like they have that moment where they almost kiss and and then they try to like somehow salvage the date. I'm not sure how. And at the end of that date, she says. Like, I can't do it. That's your prediction? Yeah, that's my prediction. I don't think Peter 
is effective at cutting the, the cord like that. I think that she'll have to be the one to do it. I think she'll probably take a stuck second away and think like dancing with the stars is a major opportunity for me financially and to move my career forward. I can't be stuck on this franchise forever. Right. I want to be with Peter, but it's too late. He's already the bachelor. I should have done this a couple months ago. And it's not a for sure thing. Like I think she wants him to say, be I choose you. I choose you. Yeah. And that's the only way that she'll Oh yeah, she can't go back to the house. How embarrassing. Yeah, no, no way. Like she's been elevated to bachelorette status. It's like Nick Vial went on, but he was a contestant twice. He wasn't the and bachelor he was and Nick then Vial. a contestant. He was like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, yeah. when I think of Nick Vial, I think of like sweatpants and Cheetos. <laughs> you know, he's like a whatever. Yeah. Well now he has a six pack, so Does he really? Oh yeah. You don't follow him online? Cut out those Cheetos. Yeah, he cut out the Cheetos for sure. I think the girls will all lose their mind in the date. I think they'll modify that date in some way. I don't think we're gonna end up seeing like all of their sex stories performed in front of a live audience. Oh. I don't. I think they run out of time or they have to cancel it in some way. And everyone's just really upset about it. Yeah, and they skip straight to the after party and everyone's upset and confused. I think someone's crying and wants to go home that mm -hmm. night. That was Victoria F., wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. She, yeah, she was like, uh, I didn't even care. It's, she, he can have Hannah, but yeah. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, she won't go home, though. No. Um, and then I think he'll make out with everyone to make it up to them. Oh, for sure. I think he'll be I like, take oh, that. Like, oh, I would take that. I take that. I also think we find out next, uh, next, either next week or the week after that, Madison is a virgin. That's my prediction. You think we find out that soon? Because in, the, pr in the promos, they're like, she waited that long yeah. to tell him that she's a virgin. I don't know, but I think it's Madison. I think so too. And I think we I find thinking, out in yeah. the house before he finds out. Yeah, I was thinking that. Wasn't, didn't when, it? Mm -hmm. On their date, I thought like she, she said, I always take it very, very yes. slow. Well, but also the way that she kissed him, it was like closed mouth. And then she also let, like, she kept letting her hair drape in front of her face when they were uh -huh. making out on the dance floor. And to me, she looked physically uncomfortable with yeah. all of the PDA when the family was there. Yeah. And not, not like that that automatically like, indicates virgin, but to me, she seems like she's trying to really make sure that she puts off a certain thing for the audience. And that's why I feel like she doesn't, like, she hasn't had enough experience right. sexually she's for not her to want to be that she's way. She's not in touch with, like, her sexuality. Yeah, and maybe, or maybe she is particularly wanting to keep, keep chastity as, in, yes, yeah. as important to her. And so yeah. all this making out is, like, not really in line with her values. I don't know, because she wasn't, She's not the type of person to push back that hard on the first step. But I'm yeah. guessing that's what we find out. I, w I would agree with that. Do you have a prediction for the top four based on tonight's episode, last night's episode? Oh, top four? Yep. I mean, if I can re even remember people's names. I think Madison I might think Madison be up there. I think Madison goes to the top four, yep. I think it's possible that Heather Ann might be up there. Hannah Ann? Hannah Ann. I think so, too. Um... Who are the, I can't even remember who the other ones are. I, I'm putting Kelly in the top four. You think? I, I don't am. think so. You don't? I don't think so. I think so. I think other people are going to rise above her. I think that she's going to be the first person that he has sex with, sex with in the show, and I think it's going to be before the fantasy suites. Mm. Yeah, I think that's definitely a possibility. Mm -hmm. And then I don't see Peter dumping her after that. I don't see that happening. Oh. I think it's going to be a Nick Val where he, where he takes her all the way, even though he knows it's someone else. Just because he feels bad for having yeah. sex with her. That's my prediction. And then I still am holding on hope for Sarah. I'm putting her in the top four. Okay. I had her as my winner, so we'll see. All right. Um, that's that's a lot. That is a lot. Did you have any like standout favorite moments from this last night's episode? I know it was three hours of like pure nonstop. But I, what stood out to you? I gotta tell you, it was that moment with Hannah and Peter. Real, the real Hannah. Oh, the real Hannah, Hannah B. Yeah. That with the mascara, just raccoon looking eyes. completely wrecked. And she he still like was into her, and she was like completely wrecked in that moment. I mean, that's good writing. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna let me use that in a script. Yeah, that's the top moment. The second moment for me was the vagina painting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't, and I didn't mind the the cinematic Top Gun intro. No, and then I also really, I did like the cow Ashley P. That cow was sweet. I like it that looked she, snuggly. I like that she had a last name. Like, uh, she yeah. was a bachelor cow. And she was a vegetarian. Yeah, that I think the producers were like, we want a cow on there somehow named Ashley P. And I was trying to think if it was referring to an Ashley P from the past, but I couldn't look up. I couldn't find an Ashley P from the franchise. Probably just that it's like uh, a, a common, common name. name. Yep. And what a beautiful cow, you know? And California is known for their dairy. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. I thought, it, and it was so, it like tilted its head into Peter. 
Yeah, like really it was did. gonna get its ears scratched. It was so affectionate. That's to him. why I thought it was a real support animal. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, that's all. That's the whole episode. Right, we did it. God, that was a long three hours to watch. It's an emotional ride. I'm so excited for what's to come, though. I mean, I feel like on Colton's season, I was bored to death. Ari's yeah. season, I felt like I just wanted to throw myself out of a window during every episode. Pretty I had much. to distract myself. Much. And this one, I was like fully engaged at every moment. Same. I think Peter is a good lead. I, I think, think he's he going to make a great bachelor. And I think he's going to do well after the bachelor for himself. Yes. He's empathetic. He's like so smiley. He's uh, interesting. He seems smarter than previous bachelors. He seems very nurturing. Oh, yeah. Very nurturing. Very loving. Memorable, all, yeah. hot. Pretty all the hot. things that the female viewers want. Yeah. He's sexual. He's sexual. But, but still makes sexual. He's sexual. But still makes you feel like you're. The one. The only the one he's sleeping one. with. El Unico. <laughs> <laughs> the one. I, I can't wait to, I want to see him speak a little more Spanish. Mm -hmm. I want to see his body a little I more. I want to see his rumba. Yeah. <laughs> like the vacuum or? No, like the dance. Like the dance. <laughs> okay. The rumba. Right. No, his yeah. mamba. Yeah, got it. Some spicy. <laughs> I can't wait. With that, that's the whole episode. All right. Listeners. Thank you so much for sitting through this entire thing with us. It was such a long night, but I just, I'm, I'm so thankful that you were here to recap with us the whole way through. And I'm thankful to you, Susanna. Thank you for coming. I'm thankful to be here. Thanks for having me. It was great. Very excited for this season. And we'll see you again towards the end of the season. You'll yeah, be I'll be back, back for another episode. Thank you as well to our producer, Beth K. Gibbs, to My Talk 1071. And if you want more information about Susanna, about the show, about everything Bachelor, you should visit yougetarose.com or find us on Instagram and Twitter at yougetarose. I spent the whole episode last night live tweeting, and I plan to do that every episode. So please follow us at yougetarose on Twitter and tell us what you thought. Have a great time this week watching the next episode, and we'll see you then. For more on the show, visit yougetarose.com. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at You Get a Rose. You Get a Rose is a podcast from My Talk 1071. Hear more great podcasts on MyTalk1071.com.